Welcome to the podcast series AfriCast. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Jamie, Marius and Patrick. And we are students of the Technical University of Munich with different study backgrounds. Africa is an emerging continent. In particular, Ghana is one of the fastest growing economies worldwide. We would like to raise awareness for the academic environment in Ghana. But why do we focus only on Ghana? Last year, the Technical University of Munich established a scientific collaboration with different universities in Ghana. We have the impression that there's a lot of potential for more people to learn about this. So we hope that this podcast sparks your personal interest and that you share it with your friends and family if you liked it. And now, enjoy. Okay, so good morning, Professor de Vries. Thank you very much yeah. for uh, having you here today. It's a pleasure. Um, so could you briefly tell us about yourself? <laughs> Myself, yes. Um, my name is Walter de Vries. Um, I'm originally from the Netherlands, but I work at the Technical University of Munich since uh, 2015. So for the past four years. And I'm currently heading the chair of land management uh, at TUM. Um, before I came to the Technical University, um, I worked at uh, I worked in the Netherlands, but I also worked in in many other countries in uh, in Africa, amongst others in in Namibia and Rwanda, um, in Indonesia as well. Um, so I have some not only experience but also uh, some affinity with uh, with both international work and uh, and in particular Africa. Wow, so much international experience. So. How did your involvement in Africa start, or how did your interest for Africa develop? Yeah, that uh, I would say that almost goes back to my my student time, uh, where I was already working in uh, various initiatives, uh, selling coffee from Tanzania, things like that. Okay. Um, but I think, um, and also during my study, um, I already had an an interest for sort of developing countries and, and development in general um, and therefore after my study my first job was uh, was also in Indonesia um, and gradually uh, I also had the opportunity to to work more in Africa in particular so that uh, that developed over time yeah oh, okay and as you moved to TUM and you had the chair of land management you had a lot of contact with Africa as well um, what's the relation there Yes, I would say um, on the one hand that I had my own uh, contacts, but the chair of land management had been in contact with uh, with various African people already for a long time. I think the reason was that um, for now it's about 20 years ago, they started this program, this master program in uh, in land management, which was especially for people from developing countries. Um, and in this program, there were many African students who, who got uh, most of the time with the support of DAAD, sort of the German uh, exchange uh, um, organization. Uh, they got scholarships and they could study in our program. And the majority of those people, uh, as said, were from Africa. Um, and in particular from Ghana. Uh, when we look back now, 20 years, which we are doing uh, next year, uh, we have seen that the majority of alumni come from Ghana, uh, funny enough. Yeah. Okay, so you have also a big alumni network of people you can refer to when you 
set up new projects, for example? Yes, many, many people have returned, uh, of course, after their studies. And um, yeah, we've, we've remained in touch. So even before I came, there was an alumni network of, those, uh, of that program, land management and land tenure. Um, many of those have come also in positions uh, at the ministry or in international organizations. Uh, so we would meet them anyway in conferences or in uh, meetings. But we've also remained actively in, in touch with, uh, with the majority. And as a result of that, yeah, we have many contacts uh, all over Africa at the moment, um, which is very useful and, and also interesting for us uh, to maintain that network. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Uh, because Tim's involvement in Africa is rapidly growing. <laughs> yes. Um, so, in the broad sense of the Africa involvement of TUM, what have been your roles so far, or how have you been involved? Yes, when um, it was about uh, two, two and a half years ago when I noticed that uh, that there was a sort of TUM Africa initiative, um, and then I sort of yeah, tried to find out what that was uh, and also indicated that we were active um, because since my arrival at TUM, we did uh, various uh, smaller projects. Uh, we had refresher courses, summer courses. Uh, we had occasional collaborative research. And then I discovered that there were sort of scattered initiatives from various departments, chairs sometimes, who, uh, who undertook projects or student exchanges with Africa. Um, but it was not very coordinated. Uh, in fact, most of the people did not know from each other that, that these things existed. Uh, and I thought that was a pity. Uh, so <coughs> it could even be that, um, that we would meet each other while being there. Uh, you meet each other at the airport of, of Ethiopia or of Addis Ababa. And I thought that was a pity. Um, it would make more sense if we could combine those efforts uh, that if we go to such a place and uh, also spend some time and energy in preparing this and collaborating with partners, um, that it would benefit both us as TUM, but also the partner if there was some exchange and maybe collaboration to have uh, a bigger impact at the end. Uh, so okay. And how is exchange um, between different project partners um, organized today? Do you have some tool of communication such as newsletters or anything similar? Yes, we try to do that. Um, so my idea was first, uh, if we want to, uh, to get a bigger impact, um, maybe we should first uh, exchange the information better. Um, and a newsletter, uh, that's why we started the newsletter last year. Um, and I basically asked everybody who was working in Africa, with Africa, um, with African uh, scientists or researchers, uh, to, to send me that information so that I could collect it and, and also spread it around. Uh, there, are, there had been various uh, symposia or workshops where people sort of uh, came together. But I think this newsletter, which, uh, which we bring out every three months, um, together with the international office, of course, um, who also have extra information, sort of spreads around the information of the activities that take place. Um, and I think gradually we see that more and more people are aware of that. And also, um, 
yeah, become a little bit more active uh, and, and try to collaborate with each other. And I think that that has been my primary goal. So to avoid that, that we're either duplicating things or that we're working with the same partner, partners and, and we don't know about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. So can everybody sign up to this newsletter? Yeah, for the newsletter, everybody can sign up. Uh, just uh, especially the tomb staff, of course. Uh, that's actually the yeah the main reason why we have it as an intra-university uh, sort of information tool. But I'm glad to share it with everybody, of course. And uh, the easiest way is just send me an email, and I'll list you in the email uh, distribution list, and then then you get the newsletter every okay. three months. Great to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's now maybe talk about um, one of your projects. Um, I think you've been involved in various projects in Africa, yeah. but where has your main focus been for the last years? On which project was it and what was the project about? Yes, well, since our chair deals with, with land, land issues and, and land management in particular, our focus on all projects uh, is, is on land distribution of land, uh, getting access to land, uh, land rights, those sort of things. Um, so we had smaller initiatives like like a small course or um, smaller research projects. But the past two years uh, we've been working um, in this project called At Land. Um, and that has taken up most of our time, we could say. Uh, and this What Atl does At Land stand for? Is it It stands for, uh, it's sort of an acronym for Advancing uh, Responsible and Smart Land Management in Africa. Uh, in, for, with Africa, I would say. So the idea being that um, in particular uh, in Africa, people are suffering from uh, unequal distribution of land unequal rights to land, um, also uh, between men and women, but also between various groups in society. And our idea is um, to do something about that um, together with African partners. Um, so we work, maybe I can explain a little yeah, bit of about course. that. Yeah, of course, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We work together with, um, with a number of African universities um, there is uh, a network of African universities that deal with land issues, which is called uh, the Nelga Network. Um, and in that network, there's many uh, universities all over Africa. And they are organized such that uh, they try to group their activities um, in the form of education, uh, research, uh, advisory services, They try to group that in regional nodes, and we work together with those regional nodes of that uh, land management, land policy, land governance network, and try to promote this sort of responsible land management uh, in all sorts of ways. So yeah. you don't work together with all countries or partners of the Nelga network, but rather with some regional ports uh, that are suited best, right? Well, in principle, we work with all countries, but through um, those regional um, coordinators. So if we organize uh, together with them uh, a course, for example, then they are also inviting people from their whole region. So um, 
Yeah, so when we develop a course in how to make use uh, of land registration systems, which is a topic, and, and new technologies for land uh, registration, then they also help in, um, in promoting that course and try to engage also with, with their regional partners. So, um, yeah, so essentially all, all countries are welcome in these courses. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, so you'd just mentioned land registration. So what's the issue behind this? Yes, it, it is such that um, approximately 70% of land in Africa is not registered. Um, that means that uh, it doesn't mean that people don't have rights because people live on that land. It's just that their rights are not registered in what in Germany they refer to uh, as a Grundbuch, a land registration system. And the result of that is that um, very often their rights are forgotten. Uh, people may live there already for generations, but without sort of the formality of the registration, uh, they can easily be kicked out of or evicted of that land. Um, How can that, they be kicked out? What, what can happen? <laughs> Well, various things. Uh, it could be that there is a, a foreign partner uh, or a foreign uh, company who basically wants to buy up a lot of land. Uh, um, that happens a lot. And um, goes to the government, either national government or, or local government, pays them money, and then all of a sudden they get a certificate that they are the owner. And as a result of that, they can basically evict all the people that are living there. Um, and that seems to be unfair. So there is no participation in this process of the local. Most of them are farmers, if it's in rural areas, or, or simply house tenants, uh, if it's more in urban areas. And we think that is unfair. So if they had some sort of registered right, it would be more difficult to evict those people, and we could secure... Their, uh, their right to stay on the land where they basically grew up. Yeah. And that is, um, so land registration is, is one of those tools. Another and tool. Besides land registration, what focuses Project Adland on? Yeah, so other tools could be um, better land use planning. And land use planning is, let's say, the process that deals with uh, what do we use the land for? Do we want to use it for agriculture or for um, for industry or uh, or for something else? Uh, so better land use planning that the planning itself does not lead to fragment fragmented land uh, that there are little pockets of land ownership yeah. and uh, which is very ineffective um, and um, land reform um, combined with land we call that land consolidation bringing fragmented land together so that you can make more effective use of, uh, of land uh, or maybe redistribute uh, land ownership or land use. And, yeah. and these, are, these are both procedural tools, so you need to know a little bit about the law, of course, uh, and for that you also need uh, the land registration. But it, is, it also contributes to a better use of the land. So you can get more, um, more agriculture, better agriculture, more food. Uh, you can deal with climate change problems in a, in a more uh, responsible and, and smarter way. 
Yeah, I see. And as many in universities are involved in this project, does the project have also an academic perspective? Yes, definitely. Uh, that is, of course, also our interest. Uh, at the end of the day, universities deal with both education. So on the one hand, we focus on um, on developing or improving the educational programs, master programs, uh, bachelor's and even PhD programs. But on the other hand, we also want to engage in research. Uh, um, a typical research question, uh, if we talk about land registration, is, for example, if you register land, is it really leading to a better land use or is it leading to uh, lower chances of eviction, for example? That could be a research question that we try to investigate together with our African uh, research partners in this case. Okay. And in what sense can you help um, their research interests? Um, in, in various ways. Uh, I think the opportunities to, to conduct research um, are a little bit better in Germany as compared to many African countries. Uh, access to funds uh, to, to actually conduct the research but also the visibility in um, international journals, in uh, the connection to international publishers, making books. Uh, I don't think we are worse or better researchers in Africa or in Germany. It is just that the opportunities to publish things are, um, are not equal. And we try with this project to make um, these opportunities better. So to get people involved in publishing Articles in peer-reviewed journals. Uh, so you journals. have helped them publish their articles. And yes. So uh, we support uh, publishing their articles. We are working on uh, on an international book. On uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 Where uh, all the contributors are African contributors. So uh, that process, we work with that too. Um, so I think yeah, that's yeah. more or less what we do. Yeah. So then we are looking forward to your book of <laughs> academic uh, findings. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So maybe you could tell us um, when the book will be published and then we can share it with everybody. <laughs> yes, we, um, we're currently finalizing this book. Uh, it's called uh, Responsible and Smart Land Interventions uh, in Africa. Uh, And it will be published uh, hopefully before the end of this year. Um, it has 22 chapters. Yes. <laughs> We're sort of at the final stages of submitting all the chapters to the, to the publisher. Um, that's an internationally recognized publisher. And we hope to get it ready by, um, let's say, all the editorial work by the end of September so that before the end of this year it can actually be, it can be out there. And um, yeah, yeah, amazing. So we are looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much for your insights into your personal involvement in Ghana and Africa in general. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. And, uh, and good luck with your podcast. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> okay.